Hi, Gateway Church Dartford here. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. We trust that what you hear will be a blessing and an encouragement to your journey. One, two. It's me. <laughs> um, I just don't know what happened then, and I don't know if anybody else feels the same way, but with that last song, I just asked Chris, was there some backing going on with them singing? The, the worship this morning was awesome anyway, but in that last song, I, I got my eyes closed and I wasn't singing, I was just enjoying it. I, I heard orchestras, I heard angels singing, I, I heard a whole array of other stuff going on besides what was happening on stage. And it was just so beautiful. And when I opened my eyes, a lot of you were very, very quiet. And I don't know whether anybody else heard that, but it was the most amazing thing. And I think something really important is happening in this church. I think something really important is happening in our worship. Uh, it's, it's, the worship's just phenomenal. And... Uh, for me, that was just amazing. So I don't know when anybody else heard that, but it was just something else. The Bible says if we don't worship, even Darford, the rocks will cry out. When we come to know Jesus, when we come to know him, we get to come to the realization of what he has done for us and our eyes open and, and there is a manifestation of his power and his grace and his love over our lives. There is the perfect love of God that is manifested in our hearts. What is deposited inside of you and me is not a half-hearted heaven. Regardless of what you're facing and going through, and we go through challenges, you need to know this morning that the love of God that is deposited in your life is not of half measure, or three-quarter measure, it is of full measure. God gave you a full measure of his love and grace. How do I know that? I know that because of the perfect exchange, what took place on the cross. The cross happened so that we may be here free to worship. And if you're me, we go through challenges and difficulties. We go through stuff. And I don't know if you tell me that, Chris, I'm always ready to come to church and worship God. And I'm saying this morning that you are lying. Nobody comes to church ready to worship God 
Why? Because we live in a fallen world. There are things happen in our lives. There are things that dictate us. Somebody upsets you. Someone said something to you. Someone didn't say something to you. There are all sorts of things that happen, and because we are humans, it affects the way we behave. It shouldn't, but it does. Isn't that a reality? That's just me then, and, and, and Alex. You know, that's the way we function, that's the way we are. But this morning, I want to encourage you that the love that God has deposited in you is not of half measure. Regardless, irrespective of, of how you feel and how you come this morning. And I want to go in this scripture of 1 John chapter 2, verse 5. One scripture, that's all I'm going to look this morning. 1 John chapter 2, verse 5 says this. But whoever keeps his word, in him truly the love of God is perfected. Say perfected. The love of God manifested into our lives needs to be perfected. It's to be perfected. And the way it gets perfected is how we hold on to the word. Say, hold on to the word. So, irrespective of what you feel and what you are going through and what you face during the week, the word of God is the only thing that sustains us, backs us up, and pulls us through. If I think about the things that we, I, me and Bev and the family, we have gone through down the years, it's enough for me to use an excuse not to be in church. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And may I be bold to say this? Because I'm not as old as some of you. <laughs> I just made sure that I was staring right outside there when I said that. <laughs> I would say 90% of that happened in church life. 90% of what happened to you happened in church life. Somebody rubbed you the wrong way. Someone said the wrong thing. You were disappointed that somebody, somebody said a word and they didn't hold on to their word. And the list goes on and on and on and on. But hear the word of the Lord this morning. Anything that happens to you in regards to people is designed by the enemy to bypass, to default, to destroy the perfected love of God found in Christ Jesus that sits deep inside your heart. His word, 
His plan is for you to come to a place where you feel disillusioned with God, where you feel that God has let you down, where you feel that all the things that has happened in your life, why would such a God of love allow this to happen? How many of you and me has asked that question? And you know, you may be honest this morning, I've asked it many times. And I continue to ask it because we are human and because if we are real, we will come to that place where we feel we've been there before. We've been at that place before where we feel inadequate, where we feel let down, where we feel that we are no longer warrant to be a child of God. Where is the relationship? But let me tell you something this morning that God loves you perfectly. He does. He does. His love for you and me is perfect. And I love the fact that every one of us, every single one of us is going through this journey of life. And you need your brother and your sister, even if in their weakness they let you down. Even in their failure, they didn't uh, amount up to what you thought. Even in your um, fullness of trying and you couldn't even yourself support somebody. God's grace is available to pull us out of all of this. It is very sad that I love statistics, as you know. It is very sad that more than 90% of people that do not attend churches no more have been hurt by the church. But the point being is, we are equally hurt in the world. We are equally hurt in situations, circumstances, families that hurts us. Why is it so painful in church life. I'm addressing some questions that are tough this morning. Now perhaps you've been there before. Perhaps you're still battling before of your past. You're still hung up maybe what people have said or people have done. Maybe you're at this junction thinking, you know what, I can forgive and I, I know what the word says, I ought to forgive, but I'm stuck between forgiveness and what the battle that rattles on in my mind are you like me do you feel like that you know i i want to forgive because i know the word says i should forgive but i want to batter that person at the same time i want to get get um my own back I um, went through a situation, we went through a situation where I was pulled out of leadership for a reason till today, I don't know. I, I wish I could stand here and tell you the reason. I don't know, my family don't know. We were one minute here and the next minute gone. We disappeared from 
the surface of websites and social media and, 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 and people were told this, that to never ever speak to us again in the church. Huge. Our families has always been the church. That's all we've known. My family, personal family to me, 6,000 miles away, and Bev is not, if I may say this, not quite connected to her family the way she would want to be. Um, I mean, extended family. So, at a certain time in our lives, in my life, I felt that I was an orphanage, an orphan, sorry, wrong word, blame the home office for that. <laughs> I was an orphan, I, I just felt lost. We uh, fell out of church for a period of time, and we, um, we just couldn't see the wood for the trees. A church, um, you say buildings are now important, even the building means something when you're practical. When you know where the coffees and the teas are kept, when you know where the sound desk is at, in the likes of me, when you know where all the wiring of the cable goes through and where it's connected, and where you have flashbacks of how on earth can I get that out of my mind? How can I remove that from myself? And I want to tell you this, if it was not for the love of God, I wouldn't be here. So some of you that has made it and you are still sitting here, you owe it to the love of God. It sits deep inside your heart. That pulls you out from every miry clay. Everything that you face, that you're going through. And this morning I want to encourage, because this is real, this is painful stuff. I want to say this, that Man will continue to let you down, but the love of God that is found in Christ Jesus, that Paul explicitly goes through in Romans chapter 8, is found and rooted deep inside your heart. He will never, ever let you go through something without holding onto your hand. And I know when you're going through these moments, I know when you're facing these difficulties, that is difficult to perceive that your brother, your sister has done that to you. Uh, my kids used to call these people aunties and uncles. We live in each other's lives. We celebrated everything together. We spent time together, but People will still be people. The best of man will still be man. Do not put them on a pedestal. 
Do not put them in a place where you think they do nothing wrong because they will. But God is faithful in all his ways. And this morning at Gateway, I want you to look unto Jesus, the Bible says, who is the perfecter of your faith and mine. It is one who should stay and stay wholeheartedly steadfast in your spirit and your mind. It is human to look up to people. And Paul the Apostle says this. He says, looked up to me as I looked up to Christ. In other words, sometimes it's, it's helpful to look up to people and think, you know, I, I want to be like this guy. I want to be that, this woman of God. I want to be that man of God. I, I understand that and I know that. But we have to somehow look beyond that. Well, beyond that the God that is within them is within me. The God that they serve is I serve. The God that is able to do exceedingly abundantly for them will do exceedingly and abundantly for me. He is the one who sustains you today. In your moment of weakness, in my moment of weakness, Maybe we as pastors, we're not around, but you don't need your pastors to be around. You need to hold on to the faith and the love that sits deep inside of you. Now, I'm not making ourselves redundant. We know of our place and we function in a role within the body of Christ. But a lot of people get hurt, get disappointed when we hold our leaders up to a standard and we don't see that standard. And although we have to maintain a certain standard, this morning, it doesn't replace itself to the love of God that is found deep inside of you. Do not... Swap both. Do not replace both. Otherwise, you will go through life being disappointed. You will go through life being in a place where it's never, ever good enough. And I've been there. You know why? Because I am of high standard. It's my personality. If you look at my wiring and my fuse board, they're all aligned. They're all color-coded. It's the way I do it. And I do it that way, or I don't do it at all. I am of a personality of no lane and fast lane. There's nothing in between. Black or white, there's no gray. Good or bad, there's no middle. You're going to be my friend, Helen, or you're not going to be at all. What happens with that? What happens to that certain standard? Well, you get let down. And I've learned this. I've learned not everybody is like me. 
Not that everybody can give what you give. So we measure each other on the love of God that is found in Christ Jesus. We understand that they are built and they're made perfect in love, but they're still going through what they're going through. They're still a work in process, such as I am, such as everybody is. And everybody is on this great journey of becoming or being and walking in the shoes of being a child of God. Your sin is dealt with. You are made perfect in Him. That's done and dusted. But I still have to walk through this thing called dealing with the flesh. And you and me are still to deal with the stuff that sometimes comes out and we don't want it to come out. We still have to deal with that, that we are not perfect and made imperfect. And the problem with me is, and I learned that uh, 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 quite a while back, I learned that you know, I'm measuring people based on perfection, and people are not. They're just simply not. And if you look at it that way, and you look at it within the eyes how the Father looks at us. You see, the Father looks at us, and he knows we're not perfect, but he sees Jesus in us. The perfect love sits in us. And he sees the Son, and he sees the Son making intercession for us, building us up, strengthening us. The righteous fall of seven times. I love this, because the Bible still call him the righteous. As long as you get up, as long as you keep going, as long as you keep trusting, as long as you keep serving, as long as you keep turning up, you fall, but as long as you get up again. And as long as you keep on doing that, you are making the love of God being perfected inside, being perfected inside of you and me. Keep his word burning inside. If anything that's hold that I've held on to is the life of the word of God, is keep on telling myself time and time and time again that God loves me and he saved me. And it's not about our X, it's not because of Y, and not because of the church, and not because of this. And not because of that. And not because of who I am. Not because of my identity. Not because of uh, I'm an electrician. Not because I'm good at what I'm... And if you get that this morning, if you get that he loves you, and he loves you unconditionally, not because of what, how you come and how you are, then you will be making a massive jump on how you will feel. I'm telling you. 
A lot of people is fighting through insecurities, battling through their own problems, because our identity this morning is found, is how we do worship, is found, is how my job is, is found how I do this, or whether I can cook or not cook, or whether I can be a good parent or not being a good parent, or whether I can serve or not serve, and the list goes on and on and on. Your identity is found on the one who saved you and the one who perfected you and the one who died for you. That's the gospel of truth right there. It's not about who you will become. It's about who you are, who he's chosen you to be this morning. Allow the word of God to change us. Allow the word of God to make us Perfect. The love of God is perfected in you already. 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 It's done. Already. Turning up helps us. Putting the word inside us helps us. Turning up to Whitwick helps us. It helps us to perfect that love. In closing, what can you do to help you walk in the love of God? Stay in the Word of God. Stay in the Word of God. Read your Word. Study your Word. Become a student of the Word of truth. Let the Word of God, the Bible says, dwell in you richly. Okay? Read it. Study it. Put it on your fridges. Put it anywhere where you can. Allow the Word of God to perfect you. A lot of people say, well, turning up to church doesn't make me a Christian. That's true. But I will say this morning that turning up to church helps you stay a Christian. Did you hear this? Helps you to stay one. I know so many people, so many good people, so many influential people that says, I'll be a Christian at home because of the hurt and the disappointment and everything that has gone through I can't be dealing with it no more and I can be just as a good Christian at home they don't stay one they can't be connected to the tree by staying away if you're a branch we have to be connected to the tree, the tree of life. There's branches here scattered across this place, connected to the one who gives us the source of life. 
and connected to each other and makes the community called a church powerful. So this morning, people are still going to let you down. They're still going to get on your nerves. They're still going to rub you the wrong way. They're still going to walk on your toes. Next time it happens, just think, they are a work in progress. Tim is a work in progress. And God is working in my brother as he is working me. God is working in all of us. And the good things that you can be. It may be the thing that they are struggling with and vice versa. Sometimes we are efficient in some ways, but not so efficient in other ways. We need help in some ways, and we excel in other ways. Not everybody has arrived, and God is working in all of us to bring his perfect love into realization in our lives. Let's stand together. Father God, in spite of what we have all gone through here, and I'm sure everybody has gone through something, and without belittling this in any way, I pray right now that you minimize those seeds. And you brought it and you bring it to no existence. And you help us to make steps to firstly see that the root of that is not healthy. No matter how long that's been there, no matter how deep it's been there, That your perfect love helps us to uproot anything that is not from you. And I pray by the power of your Spirit this morning that we would be willing to do a surgery upon ourselves. That, Lord, we would uproot 
seeds. Bitterness, unforgiveness, hurt, disappointments. Some of these things happen on a weekly basis, monthly basis, or whatever. But you will help us to deal with that. I pray that we we carry on to have and to hold the DNA of the Father. And that would be compromised in any way, shape, or form. I pray for courage to visit those hurts, to let go. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If this word has spoken to you, then you, you, not God, you have a responsibility to deal with it. How do, I, how, how do you deal with it? Well, it's very simple. It doesn't have to be us and you think, oh, I'm not going to go and see Chris. But I can go and sit in. He can help me. Or I can see, say Helen. Or I can see Bev. Or I can see Rue at the back. He can, she can stand with me and pray with me and help me. The most damaging thing is to allow these seeds to stay in your heart. Because hurting people hurt others. Bleeding people bleed on others. And allow the Holy Spirit to heal you and heal me and heal everybody. We have to let go so that we can let God do what He wants to do. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming. I trust that this word has spoken to your heart. Um, I, I really went with one verse today. If you don't believe me, look, there's no, there's no, there's no notes. Okay, just really went with God. What God wanted to say. I knew God wanted to speak on this verse, but I really didn't know where He wanted to go. So God bless you. Thank you for coming. Your first here just have some coffee with us say hello get to know us a little bit before you go god bless you